Good evening, friends. In our gospel reading tonight, the disciples asked Jesus to teach him how to pray. And, uh, and Jesus has this opportunity to lay out a prayer for them. And uh, so that's what we just heard. I don't know if you noticed, but he messed it up a little. I mean, it's his prayer, but obviously there were things missing, right? Things that we're used to saying that weren't there. So, I mean, you know, it's okay. It was the first time. He still needed to work on some stuff. But actually, it's kind of the perfect prayer in that it's very concise, uh, and it's right to the point, and it's very simple. If you think about it, in that moment, Jesus could have had us pray in the Declaration of Independence. And I mean, I think we're collectively very glad that he went with short and sweet, uh, because we have to recite it every Sunday and every time we get together. But it's interesting to look at the things that he said we should pray. Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Like God is holy. Your kingdom come, period. So God has a plan. Give us this day our daily bread. It's interesting to note that it's our daily bread. It's not give us this day our 401k. (laughs) Talking about our daily needs, what we need for today. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who are indebted to us. God forgives us. And lead us not into the time of trial. God helps us in times of trial. So simple, clean, and efficient. So simple, in fact, that we felt like to make it our official prayer, we had to add some stuff. I mean, we need some kingdom and glory and power, and otherwise it just doesn't feel official. But ultimately, it is the perfect prayer for us. Um, so when we think about it, how, when are we most inclined to pray? When things are going really well, are we driven to prayer? No. When things are going good, are we like, oh, I really want to pray? Not so much. It's when things are going bad that we feel inclined to pray. And we have to remember that we're not only supposed to pray for ourselves, but we're also supposed to pray for others, which is illustrated in the next little section that Jesus talks about. He tells this story of a neighbor and a person uh, who is their friend, and the neighbor realizes they have a guest, and they need some bread. They don't have any bread to serve their guest, so they go over, and they knock on the door. I need some bread, please. And Jesus points out that it's not even the friendship that gets the person out of the bed. Essentially, it's the persistence of not going away until the bread comes to the door that finally gets the person out of bed. But the part that, you know, when I hear that, what I think about is, well, I'm supposed to be persistent when I'm asking God for things. But the part of that story that goes missing is the neighbor, the knocker, was there because they have a guest. They were asking on behalf of someone else. It was not bread for his or herself. It was bread for their guest. So we are charged to pray for others. Life is very complicated, and when things are hard, it tends to be very complicated. And we, very often, there is a place, it is totally allowed for you to lay out every detail to God if you want. But most often, when we're in tough circumstances, we are searching for God, and we're searching for the words to say. And the good news is that God loves us just the way we are. God knows our needs. God wants to grant us our needs, and God answers our prayers, even the ones we can't put words around. But if we are looking for words to pray, Jesus gives us this perfect example that reminds us that God is holy. God 
uh, has a plan. God knows and meets our needs. God forgives our sins, and God can help us through the times of trial. We can fall back on that during hard times, and we can remember that, and we can practice that every day in the awesome times, the good times, and the bad times. Amen.